John, it's been a long time, man. <laughs> so it has. I've been wanting to do this, but as we know, we've had some really fun times over the last couple of years and kind of stalled it's these been out. Right. Yes. <laughs> so what I wanted to do is try to package a, a few of these things together and hopefully we can make this a kind of a regular occurrence. Absolutely. Uh, so I wanted to start off during the commissioner's meeting, you guys said the boat had finally arrived. Can you tell me yep. more about it? So in the summer of 2000, I believe it was 16, uh, we did a fundraiser. Um, essentially what it came down to is we identified a need for having a rescue boat in our district uh, due to the Yakima River, uh, all the irrigation canals, uh, as well as the aid that we give to other local fire departments. Um, at the time, we were one of the only fire departments that had a water rescue team. Okay. Uh, since then, uh, uh, District 4 has assembled a water rescue team as well as West Benton Fire and Rescue up in Prosser. District 4 is over in West Richland. Right. Um, and one of the major components to a water rescue team is obviously a boat. Um, <laughs> there's a lot True. that we can do from the shore, um, but once you start get, getting into open water, uh, such as the, the Columbia River or um, larger bodies of water, it's hard to get across with a rope. Um, okay. So in partnership with the uh, Benton County Sheriff's Office, uh, we ordered a, a rescue boat. Uh, it's made by Rock, Rock Proof Boats uh, back in, back east, I want to say Pennsylvania is where it came from. Um, and we took delivery of it about uh, two weeks ago. So we're uh, working through some last minute stuff and getting operators trained up in conjunction with the uh, sheriff's department. And Excellent. hopefully it's going to be a resource that we put into service here in the next uh, couple months. Excellent. So that's where we're at with that. Awesome. Well, I, you brought up something I totally didn't think about and that was our irrigation canals. Oh yeah. I mean, yep. uh, realistically, the majority of the rescues that we do are going to be out of irrigation canals. Um, I just never that, thought about being, it. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of people that either uh, swim in them, uh, which we do not recommend, no, uh, or don't. inadvertently uh, fall into them if they're working along alongside them. Can I make a quick comment about not swimming in the canals? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Out in, out in Woodstrand, which is not a part of your fire district, I think it's Benton County West, there are... It, it, yeah, it is, it is West Benton. Okay. There are two creeks spring and snipes uh -huh. I, I know a lot of people like to jump in those and as a former oh, property yeah. property owner who was along that please don't i've seen that go from yes. that, that big i don't know if my finger showed up there or not but you know <laughs> little tiny trickle that barely covered your feet to instantly yep. over your head and so please yep. don't jump out in there i mean that water shift is massive and fast it, it's impressive and it's quick. Um, another thing that a whole lot of people don't realize or understand is we have also have what are called siphons in our irrigation canals. Oh, okay. uh, for example, out at, out at Chandler Dam, um, the water that comes out of that dam is actually put into a siphon and it ends up over in Kennewick. So it goes oh my. underground. Yeah. So that, that's another danger that, and granted, there's grates and things, but once you, uh, heaven forbid, fall into an irrigation canal, it's real hard to get out. Yeah, definitely. So, well, I'm excited about that. That's a great thing to have. And I'm excited that it'll also work for the canals. Oh, yeah. It, uh, it'll be a great resource regionally. And uh, we're partnering with uh, District 4 over in West Richland and West Benton in order to deploy it uh, pretty okay. much all on this side of the valley, as well as uh, 
we've got mutual aid agreements with all the local fire departments. Excellent. Um, the only other fire department in the area that has a boat that I'm aware of, well, actually there's two, there's District 6 down in Patterson, Plymouth area down on the Columbia River, and then the Pasco Fire Department has a boat as well. Okay. Excellent. Did you get any other toys recently that you'd like to share with us? We recently took delivery of two new ambulances. Okay. Um, that's been a projected pur purchase for the last few years. Um, and those came in about, uh, about a month ago. We okay. just got them striped and lettered uh, for us. In fact, they're coming back this morning. Uh, okay. So hopefully we'll see those running around here in the next couple of weeks. Nice. So that's, that'll be a big, uh, um, big addition to our fleet. So we'll have a, three ambulances in service total at a time. Oh, right now we've got two. That is excellent. Um, yep. If I recall right, a lot of your calls are, in fact, EMTs as well. Yeah, it works out to be about 70% of the time that we're doing medical calls versus fire or, or rescue. So three is going to be very, very nice. Excellent. Yep. Yep. One thing that we're seeing a lot of lately is back-to-back -back calls. So we'll get a call, and then while we're handling that uh, emergency, we'll get another call, um, um, which is all fine and well. We've got staffing currently for two ambulances and two ambulances that we can staff, but the, the magic number is that third one that we get occasionally. Right. That, uh, tradition, traditionally, we've been re relying on mutual aid from either uh, Prosper Memorial Hospital ambulance or, excuse me, District 4's ambulance over in West Richland. Okay. Well, great. I love this. I should have come and talked to you guys earlier. Um... <laughs> <laughs> lot, lot yes, definitely. Um, next up is we're running into winter weather. Um, do you have anything that you would like mm -hmm. to let the people know? Uh, something that you've noticed already? so on and so forth um the, one of the biggest things that we can recommend is with the time change that happened in november uh with the, the change to daylight savings time or vice versa i can never remember, remember which one it is i'll be glad um, when it's that's also a good opportunity to change <laughs> right <laughs> uh, that's also a good opportunity to change your smoke detector and co detector batteries um, it's recommended that you do them every six months. And with the time change, it makes it easy to remember. Um, if you do not have smoke detectors in your home, uh, we do have a program that will come out and uh, install them for you free of charge. We've got smoke detectors here that we'll, we'll give you and we'll help you install them if you need it. Just call our station at 588-3211 uh, and uh, we'll schedule a time to come do that. Um, if you're using, go ahead. You just said something that I, I haven't heard before, and I wanted to confirm it. It's advised mm -hmm. that you chain, actually change the batteries at the um, changes of time rather than just check them? So it's recommended by the manufacturers uh, that you change them every six months, unless oh. uh, it's, it's what's called a sealed smoke detector. And a lot of the newer ones that came out in the last year or two uh, are good for 10 years. Okay. Uh, but still, obviously, still check the batteries, but you actually can't get into to change the battery anymore. Okay, that's good to know. I, I, I've always said, oh, yeah. check it, check it. So good piece to know. All right. Uh, you talked a little yep. bit about the uh, program, which I've been able to observe when you guys gone knocking on doors and checking for those. That's great. Um, and we mm -hmm. talked about in the past uh, about uh, those who ha have... Uh, low to no hearing is the are those still available mm -hmm. okay excellent um i would 
I would have to talk uh, to Captain Reed, who kind of headed up that project. Okay. Um, I believe that was in donation in conjunction with uh, the American Red Cross. Oh, okay. Um, I, th- I, I think it's going to be a, a thing where we can get them ordered, uh, okay. but I'm not 100% sure if we, if we currently have them uh, in stock, if you will. Okay, good to know. Uh, the last thing I have is Thanksgiving is tomorrow, in fact, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Coming up fast. Is there anything we should know about during Thanksgiving? Uh, don't deep fry frozen turkeys. <laughs> um, if I've seen you are those going pictures. Deep, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> impressive. Uh, if you are going to deep fry your turkey, make sure that it's 100% thawed and do it away from your residence. Um, we've all seen the, the videos of uh, frozen turkeys being put into the hot vat of oil. And obviously, oil and water don't mix. The problem is when you've got fire underneath it, it basically explodes. Um, um, and we, we don't usually see it a whole lot out here in Benton City, but usually at least uh, once or twice during Thanksgiving, somewhere in the Tri-Cities, uh, unfortunately, somebody catches their house on fire doing that. I don't know. I've seen enough videos that I think I'll just avoid that deep fat frying thing altogether. Oh, it makes an amazing turkey, but you have to be safe doing it. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, those are questions I had just off the top of my head. I'll work more diligently to keep up to date on things, um, which, by the way, I'm still working on trying to get the fire commissioner's uh, meetings up on uh, the BC podcast. Uh, sure. Those have been educational for me. Do you have any other things that you would like to share with the community right now? Um, we're always looking for volunteer firefighters. Um, we're currently short about 10 volunteer firefighters. Ooh. So if there's anybody who has interest in doing it, even remote interest and in seeing what it entails, um, if you're interested in serving your community, whether you, know, you just want to be an EMT and don't want to do the fire side of it, we've got options for that. Okay. Um, if, if you're interested in um, supporting the fire department, but not doing the EMT or fire side, uh, we have a what's called our, our rehab unit, which is where they come out and support us on the larger incidents. So they oh, bring us okay. coffee and water and, and lunches or dinners, depending on what time of day it is. Uh, so there's options for everybody. Okay. Um, if you're interested in that, uh, give us a call. Um, 509-588-3211 or come down to the station and say hi Monday through Friday 8 to 5 um, we'd be happy to have a cup of coffee with you and explore what you want to do that's cool is there any base requirement uh, high school uh, 18 diploma. years old and high school diploma okay okay that's it uh, that... we'll, we will provide the rest of the training excellent hey it was great to get to see you, even though it's via zoom yeah. I, I think i don't know it's if i heard do this again <laughs> definitely i think i heard some tones or was that for something else i don't know if i heard them in the background or not no, that wasn't for us oh okay all right yep, you did but that wasn't for us <laughs> excellent thank you thank you so much and i hope to be either in person I, or zoom with you. definitely hope to hear from you hopefully in a month if, if we can make, make that work yeah awesome absolutely we'll figure it out <laughs> cool This has been a production of the BC Podcast, a project of Blind Hatter Studio and host Shane Yoakum. All rights reserved. Logo by Wendy Welch. Theme song by Von Chenson. Comments and or opinions may not represent the views of BC Podcast, Shane Yoakum, or Blind Hatter Studio.
If you'd like to contact us, you can do so by emailing Shane at tbhstudio.com or on Facebook at the Blind Hatter Studio page.